I was calling the show uh, because I'm uh, currently uh, just started basically today. Um, going through a really big breakup. Um, I've been with my girl for seven years. We met at a university, and uh, we've you know been together ever since then. And um, we got into it wasn't even a fight. I reacted in I, I guess an overly aggressive way. Uh, you know, I I was she, I was sleeping, and you know, every once in a while, you know, she'll mess with me to you know get a reaction when I'm asleep, because she just likes to do that. And you know, I was still sleeping. I woke up and I just kept telling her to leave me alone. And you know, I punched a hole in my wall like an idiot. And uh, you know, she uh, she left. And uh, she didn't take anything with her but a bag, and uh, she refuses to have contact with me. She completely left, and uh, it's really done work on me as far as it's just, it's just shocking, a shock to my system. Um, and I almost don't know how to interpret the entire situation. How old are you, AJ? Um, I'm 30 now. Okay. Can you hold for me? I got to take a break. Will you hold? Yes. Definitely. Okay. Okay. I uh, want to go back to AJ, a first-time caller out of Indiana, and I held him over from the first hour because of time there. Um, you can podcast all the shows all the time. You can podcast my show, com, as well as the Hake, H-A-K-E, report. Dot com, like report.com. Uh, so AJ is a first time caller. He uh, uh, met a girl in college. They've been together for a while, and all of a sudden she left because he, she would mess with him while he was sleeping. He punched a hole in the wall. She is now gone, according to AJ. And AJ. Yes. And so uh, she is. Are you working or something? I hear noise. No, I'm not at work right now. Yeah, I hear noise in the background. I'm sorry. That might be my floor. Uh, wood. Oh, okay. And so she's gone. When did she leave? Uh, she left Thursday. Oh, okay. I think of and last what? Week. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Thursday of last week. And how have you been feeling since then? Um. It's been a huge mix of emotions. Um, you know, at first, I didn't think it was that serious because we have a history of a really tumultuous history of just um, fighting and, and going through things and having to separate for a little bit. But, you know, maybe like for a day or so, or she'll go out uh, to South Bend and go see her family or whatever. Um, and so I thought that that's what that was. Um, and in the time that she was gone, uh, I had a lot of silence for the first time in a long time. And, um, I decided to take this time. I don't know what was telling me, but, you know, I've been watching your show for almost a year now and 
what really resonated with me was, you know, forgiving my mother and, and not forgiving, but asking for, for uh, apologizing to my mother and apologizing to my father. And, um, you know, I called my mother during this time over this weekend and I apologized to her. And then yesterday I called my father and apologized to him as well. What did your mother say and, when uh, you apologized for resenting her for what she'd done? She told me that um, she accepts my apology and that she doesn't, she felt as though she should have never had kids and that she shouldn't have been anybody's mother. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nice. she started, yeah, she started, you know, crying and, you know, I just had to express to her and tell her that, you know, I didn't hold anything against her and that I was not coming to tell her anything, you know, an indictment on her. I just literally wanted to call and apologize because I resented her all my life, you yeah. know, and the choices that she made. And I never understood it as a child, you know, why I had the feelings towards her that I did. I just knew that something in me told me that things are not right or did not feel right. Yeah. Um, and, she, you know, she was always keeping a man in the house so that she would never be lonely. And, you know, I, I grew up fighting with this man. And what are you, it, wasn't your, I was, it wasn't your father? No, it was my stepfather. Oh, okay. Um, and every time I would go to my mother and, and, tell her about it or she would break the fight up or whatever, you know, she would always take him back. And I never could understand why. And I always felt that she was choosing him over me. Yep. And so, um, absolutely. You know, I just, I, I held a lot of resentment and, uh, you know, I, I just always missed my father, but you know, my mother almost, you know, and I explained to her when I talked to her that, you know, I felt afraid to love my dad, even when he would reach out to me, because she almost made me feel guilty for loving him. Yep. Um, because she was there, you know, being, you know, the quote unquote provider of a roof over my head. And, you know, <laughs> I just was living with her. Yeah. And so it, she, she and I explained this to her and she, she, you know, would always say, you know, well, you know, I never wanted you to feel that way about your dad. And I never tried to, you know, push you away from your father or, or turn you against him or anything like that. And I told her, I said, you know, it's, I understand that you feel that that's what you were doing, but I'm telling you the reality. I would never choose to feel that way. Plus she lying to you. She knows she was doing that to you. She's totally lying. It's hard for women to admit that they're wrong, and they'll rather cut your head off before they admit that they're wrong. So she's lying. And that's up to her. If she doesn't want to admit she was wrong, she got to live with that. You forgive her as you're done, and God will forgive you, and you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a huge relief, um, you know, and... Uh, I mean, just so many things I had to go over. You know, she she refused to give me my father's last name because she didn't want to look like she had multiple kids with out of wedlock with multiple men. <laughs> well, um, slut. Just, 
little thing, yeah, little things, and um, and even still, you know, when I was telling her what was going on with me and my girlfriend, she, um, or ex-girlfriend now, she um, told me that I had to be more open-minded, and the way that I was thinking of things uh, was so close-minded and uh, too, you know, too masculine. And I've always been told to not be so. Oh, you're being too much like your father or it's always been like a demonizing thing anytime I listen to my instinct yeah. as a, as a boy, yeah. you know, and um, even still after I apologized to her on the phone, you know, she's like, well, uh, you know, she doesn't, I told her she doesn't, she has an edu- my ex-girlfriend has an education, she has a job. And, you know, I've expressed to her, you know, look, I want you to stay home and I want us to go towards family. This is, I mean, well into the age range of, like, starting a family and getting things going. Yeah. And my ex-girlfriend was very much against that. And, you know, I'm trying to explain this to my mom. And then she says, well, what if she asked you to stay home and uh, not work (laughs) and take care of the kids? Would you like that? Amazing. I, I just, I didn't even know how to... I was just like, I, I'm flabbergasted because I just, I don't understand that mentality of where in any world it would be okay for me to do that yeah. as a man. Like, I don't yeah. feel like that would be okay ever. It's and not. My kids could never respect me for that. Yeah. Nor, nor my wife. Yeah. You're right, um, man. And, uh, you know, we got off the phone and, you know, next day, which is yesterday, and the girl's still gone. I still don't know what's going on, how bad it has truly gotten, you know. Um, and I called my father, and I hadn't spoken to him in five years because last time we spoke, um, I had turned against him. Um, you know, he was going through a situation with his own wife, and my mother knows the wife, and they've been talking, and then... The mom, my mom was telling me like that, you know, demonizing him. And it's like, I didn't realize how much I was brainwashed to be against my father for no reason. Yeah. He's always told me he's loved. He loved me. He has always told me, you know, if I have it to give, I will give it to you. You know, I would never not give you what I have. And I didn't realize even back then, and I was 25 years old, um, that my father loved me. Yeah. And I thought, I didn't even think he had emotions. I didn't think that he had love. I didn't, because my perception of what love was, was what my mother gave me. And I didn't think that my father loved me because he didn't love me in the same way. He wasn't, oh, you know, he wasn't a woman. He wasn't, you know, lovey-dovey, saying all these things and all <laughs> yeah. this and that. But yeah. he was doing right by me always. Yeah. Always done that. And, uh, you know, I told him about my situation with my girl, and he said, you know, you absolutely cannot stay with her. And uh, it's just a hard thing to to hear and, because I've been with this girl for seven years. You know, we met in, you know, uh, in uh, – in college and you know i'm I'm not from out here i'm in hammond indiana now but i'm from uh southern california 
Really? And, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know anybody up here. I used to hang Georgia. out in Hammond, I, man. What the? Uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's place. Amazing. Um, yeah, and uh, so she was like, you know, after college, everybody left, and, you know, what was left was us. And so, you know, so much of my life was tied in with her. So much of my identity was tied in with her, much like when I was living with my mother before I went to college. Yeah. So much of my identity was tied in to my association with my mother. And this transferred into my association now with my girlfriend. Um, and in that, I felt like over time I've lost myself. Um, and now I just, now that she's gone, I have this empty feeling of uh, not really, like, knowing myself. Yeah. And I almost feel afraid of it, but it feels like, you know, something is trying to hold me together. I don't know what it is. You know, um, I've been trying to drive to South Bend to go see her and confront her because she won't respond to my text messages. Um, and something keeps turning me back and telling me not to go. And, you know, I can't differentiate between whether it's my mind or my spirit or God or, and God is new to me. I was, when I came here, you know, I was an atheist, you know, and I was so arrogant and thinking that, you know, because I have this education or, you know, because I come from whatever background that, you know, uh, I'm outsmarting um, even my own instincts and what's going on around me. And, um, you know, God has only become a part of my life over, you know, the past, you know, year. And so things are still kind of fresh to me and, you know, having faith. Um, so it's... it's uh, you know, my question as far as, you know, is I'm just, uh, like I said, I, there's a part of me that just feels so insecure because I still, it's so new that I still feel almost like I have doubt or like, how do I interpret any of this? I, I don't know if I'm even on the right path. You know, how do I traverse this path of re-enlightenment for myself? and finding myself again and, and dealing with not having that companion, that part of my identity that used to be so tied into this woman. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's just very, it feel, it's just a very pivotal situation for me and very new. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I've had my identity tied in with a woman for 30 years, so I know nothing else. Yeah. Um, and so your father told you not to go back, to let her go? He told you to let her go? Yeah, he said, he, you know, he's going to be very frank with me that, you know, I tried to, I, I told him, you know, uh, that I, I uh, had told her that I'm trying to lead a life uh, with God and um, that, you know, just telling her what I expect in a marriage and what she should expect of me, uh, 
or, you know, just our roles. And uh, when I expressed to him how she reacted to it, uh, he said that's not that's absolutely not going to work. Right. Um, she, uh, I don't know if she hates, I don't know if she has trust issues or what's going on, but, you know, it, it, and it's so weird because when I met her, I was the atheist, and she comes from a church background. Her aunt's a pastor and everything. What? And yeah. I was the atheist. Yeah. It, it's so strange. Um, <laughs> Do you believe your father and, when he told you that? Absolutely. Yeah. More than anything. My, my dad has always told me the truth, and he's always come from the heart. He's never BS with me. Um, you know, and any of the times that I've gone against his word, it's because of usually me having a conversation with my mother and her trying to tell me that, oh, well, he's just trying to BS you, you know, don't listen to him. Look at whatever example of a struggle he went through in life. And do you want to go through that? And Amazing. Uh, so you say this girl aunt is a pastor, right? Yeah, she's a pastor. Okay. Um, you've been living with this girl all that time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, AJ, I want to tell you, this is the best day of your life. When she left this time, it was the best thing that so far has ever happened to you. And um, I, I, I want to encourage you to never, ever, ever, but never, 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 ever again, ever, tell your mother or any woman your weakness. You should go to your father as you have done, and he's giving you perfect advice. Women don't have logical advice. It's not in them. They don't have a logical mindset. They don't have a logical nature. And so they can't guide you due to the order of God, God in Christ, Christ over man, man over woman, and woman over children, right? And so they don't have it. Women look to men in the way that the man looked to God. So never, ever share any weakness or show any weakness to any woman. Your mama, whatever girl you get with next, or your wife, a female so-called counselor or therapist, Christian counselor, whatever they may be, they do not have the answer. Yeah. And every time the man listens to the woman, he will suffer. And, and I mean, um, that that's where, you know, I, when, because my girlfriend knows of you, this is, you know, she knows that I, I, I watch you and listen to you and how much um, this, this show has really helped and improved me and got me closer to God and understanding myself. And, you know, even during this time, she when I expressed to her how important it is for me to be a man, how much and how important it is for me to engage with my instinct instead of trying to reject it anymore. Yeah. You know, she tells me that, you know, the, the notion that a man is supposed to be a certain way is ridiculous. It's, uh, it's played out. It's old school. It's, <laughs> you know, um, you know, and that I should get help instead of from, you know, a counselor or something, instead of thinking that, you know, uh, not being super emotional or engaging with these sort of, I don't know, her methods of dealing with problems um, is wrong. You know, I, I shouldn't listen to my instincts. 
And I, I told her, I said, in every fiber of my being, I don't feel that this is right. How yeah. I'm living, how I'm being, being here with you. Um, you know, we just got, we went through so much. You know, I, I finally encouraged her to get rid of birth control. And uh, I feel like, uh, you know, we, she uh, didn't have a viable pregnancy last year. And, uh, you know, she had my twins. But she had to uh, get an abortion, and uh, I don't. I think things changed after that, and I didn't realize I used to be so pro-abortion until I it it, it was a situation for me. Yeah. And uh, you know, I felt something sick inside of me, and I just knew that our relationship was different after that. Um. But, you know, she said that she was afraid to take out her birth control because she was afraid of going through that situation again. And uh, it's just, uh, yeah. Well, here's what I want to tell you. Be glad she's gone because that woman is your mother. You become attracted to what you hate. And until men overcome the spirit of their mothers and return to their fathers... Every woman they get involved with will be mama, and they end up becoming a boy, yeah. and she becomes a tyrant, right? And so be yeah. glad that you see that. You don't have any children with her. Let her go. And from this, this day forward, don't try to contact her. Don't email her. Don't call her because she's, playing, she's so wicked. She, the spirit in her is not her, but the spirit in her that's been passed down from her mother. And the hatred of a father is trying to control you now to pull you back in in order to destroy you. She's playing a game with you right now. And if you contact her by going there or calling her or emailing her or texting whatever, you're giving that spirit authority over you. You make it stronger so that it can destroy you and make you weaker, right? Do not fall for it because um, whether you hit the wall or not, you didn't hit her. You hit the wall. It had nothing to do with her. But she's literally right. trying to control you now. And the more you try to get her back, the worse she's going to get to make you bang and crawl until you become a real beta male. Then she might come back and she would use you. She would control you. She would destroy you. And God forbid, if you should have children with her, she will destroy your children. So this is not yeah. the woman for you. And the pain that you feel of the loss, you're losing your God. The woman is the man God because he hates his mother. And all woman, yeah. women become the man's God. And so now that you, she's gone, you're feeling the loss of your false God. I want to encourage you to endure that. Take the pain. You're going to get all kinds of thoughts about her. And you're going to have great pain in your body. But it's all ego that come from a false God, your mother and now her and all that. You got to endure that. Don't be, don't, <clears throat> and going through it, don't blame her because you got with her. She got her own madness. She got her own issues. But you got to suffer through this and take full blame for it because you got with her, right? And and, and yeah. Singh going to try to make you blame her. It's not her fault. It's your fault what you have done. It's her fault what she's done. 
And if you don't fall for the lie that it's her fault, then you will come out on the other side, a free man, and God will guide your life in ways that you can't even imagine. It will blow your mind. And the fact that you have returned to your father, earthly father, through him, you're returning to God. You'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, that, the way you said, you know, I'm, I'm, I was dating my mother. Yeah. It just resonated with me so much because back uh, five years ago when I was, you know, being more around my father and we were really reconnecting and she would keep telling me that, well, the more you're around your father, you're just becoming more, you know, he's, you know, making more rude and more callous and, you know, I don't like how you are when you're around your father and this and that. And I listened to her. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's almost like between her and my mother, it encouraged me to betray my father and separate and lose precious time. And, you know, I, I texted her since she was gone and I said, I told her, you know, I gave up precious moments with my father, you know, in years with my father and being with him and being around him um, so that I could satisfy you and I could lose him at any point in time. Yeah. And I told him that, I told her that the day I uh, apologized to my mother and then when I called my father to apologize to him, I asked him how he's doing, and he said, uh, well, there's, you know, rough things going on right now. And then when I asked him what was going on, he sent me a picture of the car he and his wife were in, and they got into a horrible car accident. Amazing. Um, on, the e on, you know, the E-way. They were going around, like, 60. And... Uh, you know, my dad was just saying that, you know, he was lucky to be alive and God had looked over him and he just knew. And luckily, you know, he only came out with bruises and, you know, his wife only has like slight breathing problems now. But I mean, this just happened. And I told him, I said, I don't even know what told me to call you or what, you know, what, because me and my girl have fought many times before, but what made this situation so different is that I've had an extended amount of time of just me by myself. Yeah. And when that happened, this thought came into my head that this is the time to at least call and reach out while I'm alone. I've been separated from her and I'm going through this situation and I have this time to myself and I've been putting it off. Um, let me just call my parents and, and, you know, just talk to them because, I'm feeling lost right now as well. And, you know, um, and that just blew my mind yeah. that my father was going through that when I literally just texted her the day before. You're a blessed I man feel, that this girl I, is gone. Yeah. And what I want to tell you is that exactly what she and your mother said to you about your father, oh, you don't want to be around him. He's no good. He's this. Or you're becoming like your father. It's exactly what Eve told Adam about his father. You don't want to listen to your father. Bite off this fruit, taste this apple, and you will live forever. You can be your own man. Don't be like him. And Adam believed a lie from the woman, and sin came into the earth. And so, and that's what made men subject to women. It's the same spirit, the same words, different English, different words, but the same spirit. They, the last thing that a mother and women want is for men to be close to their fathers. 
because the spirit of the woman, which is the spirit of Satan, hate the spirit of the man, which is the spirit of God. There's a warfare going on between the spirit of the woman and the spirit of the man. And so that's what your girlfriend, she is repeating the Adam and Eve syndrome. The last thing they want is for you to be close to your father, because if you love your father, you're not going to have that false love for them, and they cannot control you. They hate the father. So it's the same spirit, man. Yeah, it's it's just so, uh, it's, it's shocking. I, I just, <laughs> before finding you, I just never, I mean, my mindset was so different. The way I looked at both my mother and my girlfriend was just so different. And it's just, uh, it's so eye-opening and, and just crazy to think that this was going on for so long yeah. in my life when they both would tell me that basically I'm, they're the best thing to happen to me. <laughs> um, and, uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's, you are blessed, man. You've been brought, you have returned to your earthly father. As a result, you're now back with God. And when she left this last time and gave you that time alone, the father was calling you back home to him, man. He was guiding you. And now that you're back, the rest is easy. Hold on, AJ, one more time. I want to make a last point with you. And then I'll get to some other calls. All right, folks, I'll get to your super chats in a minute. I want to go back to AJ out of Indiana. AJ, I have to tell you that you are a true witness of being born again of the Father. And the clarity that you have is coming from the Father within. And I want to encourage you to do the silent prayer, doubt every thought, and your life will continue to open up. You're, you're fine now. But you got to endure this pain, this ego dying that was passed down through you from your mother when she turned you away from your father. She gave you her nature, which is that of evil. And so you'll be fine, but you got to suffer through this pain, all right? Yeah, 100%. Um, and, and, and do not, yeah. do not, do not make one attempt to get back with her, that girl. And if she try to come back, do not let her back. You see what she is. You see who she is. And if you let her back, you're going to end up with her, and she's going to destroy you and your children. She will do to you what has been done to her and what your mother has done to you. It will be no way around. You see now what she is. You're fortunate that you see it beforehand. Most men don't see what they're getting into. They only find out later once they're with the woman, right? And by that time, they have children, and when, when these women take the children away from their father, fathers hurt behind losing their children because they love their children. They just can't get along with the mother of the children, but the mother's not going to be honest enough to tell you that. So you're fortunate, man. You're blessed. Endure this pain. The thoughts are going to be overwhelming at times. The pain in the ego of the body is going to be great, and it's going to feel like you're dying. But it's not you dying. It's that thing that made a home in you. That's not you. You will live. It will die. It's the spirit of Satan. It's the spirit of evil. Yeah, I, I, um, it does feel painful. I mean, since she's been gone, I've probably sent her, I've sent her text messages 
videos just trying to talk to her and kind of reason and you know with her about it the the situation and I even sent her a text message you know she knows my my dad you know he's helped in in times of uh in need you know when we were broke college students and uh you know I sent her that and she read the text message you know and I told her you know hey you know my dad you know, got in this terrible car accident, and I just thought you would want to know since you met him and that, uh, you know, he's helped us. And, you know, uh, she read the text message, and she just wouldn't even reply. You know, and I, I just it, – it hurt me to uh, such a deep level. I didn't know that she could – she could be that way. I had no idea because usually she was the one that was, seemed compassionate and would tell me that I was – too uh too uncaring or something like that something of the sort she's playing and, a game uh, with you man she's trying to bait she want you to beg her to come back she want you her ego need that because now that you're waking up she's losing control over you and her ego is having a hissy fit about that because when she had control over you it gave her a falseism somebody she felt this love, fake love, and she felt like she was important. She it prevented her from looking at herself. But now that you're not, you're, she's losing control over you, her ego is, is, she's becoming aware of the ego, and instead of her facing that and overcoming by by getting with her parents and by getting to know herself, returning to the father, she's going to get, she's trying to get control over you again. So she can feel better. Right. She'll say things like, oh, you don't love me. You don't care about my emotions. You don't listen to me. You don't this. And what she's saying is, you're not letting me control you like I used to. You're becoming a man, and I don't like that. She's not being honest with what she's feeling. So I highly, yeah. I, I, I understand what you're going through. I highly recommend you not contact her for anything and when she, when and if she does contact you, show no weakness, zero weakness. How you doing? All is well. How is life? Amazing. I want to come back. No, you cannot come back. We're done. Be done with it, uh, AJ. Otherwise, you will. She will destroy you. Because now you see what she is, and it's worse than what you see. You haven't seen anything yet. If you had children with her. She would turn your children away from you. She would kill your children before she let them come back to you. So it could get worse. Yeah, you haven't I, seen I anything. Really, yeah, I was, I was really concerned about that potential future. And, you know, and I've spoken a lot of what she, you know, she, her aunt would talk to me. And, you know, I, I always thought, well, I mean, she's a pastor. And, um, you know, I I thought that she was in a you know a right mindset, and I should listen to her. And you know, <laughs> she she counsels basically uh, my ex girlfriend, and um, her aunt thinks that the the way I am or or whatever is is wrong. You know, she's never been married. She does not like men. She's made it very apparent, and she's told my ex girlfriend that. 
she doesn't like men and uh and this is a person who is literally a pastor and uh it's just like i said very shocking to know that women could be that way because like i said in the past i've just so much of my identity was tied to them yeah well uh, um there's no such thing as a female pastor or bishop or preacher or female counselor it's all made up but in our world today the people calling good evil and evil good right they're faking it it's like these men and women who are cutting off their body parts and pretending to be something other than what they were born a man is still a man i don't care how much he a male i don't care how much he turns how many dresses he wear how much how many body parts he cut off he's still a male and likewise for a female but they are they are changing it and giving it a, calling it something that they're not in reality God does not call women to be over men. That's made up, too. It's a fake thing. And once again, every time the man listens to the female, the male listens to the female, he would die. He only gets worse. It's not in their nature. They need men to bring them out of their hell, not to go into their hell. Because if you go into their life, they will destroy you. So that woman is not a real pastor. The world is just pretending that she is. It's not real. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I almost looked up to her. I mean, she's, you know, she's been there. You know, she, she's traveled all over and run charities and all this stuff. And I just am blown away when she encourages my ex-girlfriend to behave in the way she does and if I take any, try to take any role of leadership in the, the relationship, she demonizes it and says that, that that would be me being controlling and that would be me being you know, too uh, misogynistic or whatever. And it's like, I'm confused. Your book says very bluntly and plainly what I'm supposed to be. And yeah. you as a person who is supposed to be guiding people like me um, are telling me that I'm wrong for, you know, I'm receiving mixed messages. And I don't know if that has also happened to my ex-girlfriend that she's received these mixed messages, but. Well, uh, just wish her, wish her well. I got to run by AJ. Listen, wish her well. Stay away from her. That is the Satan's daughter. You learned from it. You had the experience. Now the Father's drawing you back unto him, and if it's meant for you to have a wife and a family, it will happen naturally. God will put the, don't look for a woman. God will put the right woman in your life, and you guys will be together until death do your part. But if you look for a woman, you're going to end up with Satan's daughter, and it'll be nothing but destruction. So you're blessed, man. I've learned over the last 31 years, maybe 32, but 31 years, is that the worst things that I thought was happening to me has been the best things that were happening to me because it drew me closer to the throne of God within, and it gave me patience and faith. It built my faith. I didn't even know it was happening because you would see that the Father is with you, and God is with you. That's the only way you see what's going on now. He's with you, and you're back with him now, so just let yourself grow 
and you'll be fine. But you got to stay away from that woman because when she realizes that you're not contacting her, when she realizes that she can't play that game with you anymore, all hell is going to come through. She's going to try to be nice. She's going to be mean. She's going to this or that. Don't fall for it. It's an evil game that's being played. And as far as that fake female preacher, the fact that you know she hates men, she can't love God and hate men. Men represent God. It doesn't even make sense. So give her the finger, wish her well, be done with her. And this day forward, never, ever, 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 ever tell another female or show another female female weakness. It's the worst thing you can do. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Are you doing the silent prayer? No, I'm not. I, I, uh, I recommend you do. And take time. So, you you know, you had this downtime away from her. And look what you have found. You know, look what has happened. That that quiet time is the best time of life, man. To be still and know the Father is will blow your mind. I had no idea how important that was. I've really, really understood it over the last 32 years because I had no idea what the Father would do through me and the peace that he would give me. So I yeah. recommend you do it, do the silent prayer, and you're going to be fine. You haven't seen anything. Definitely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And the pain that you feel from, from this woman being gone is losing a fake God. Your mother made all women your God when she turned you away from your father, and now you're overcoming the the, the fake God. The woman is the man's God. Satan is the woman's God, right? Now you're overcoming that, and you will be free. You will have peace. But do not, do not t talk to your mother or any other female about issues in your life. They don't have the answer. Okay, for sure. And endure this pain. Do not contact that woman. I recommend you don't. You may have to go through no, some. I, I've time. been. My dad told me to not, not even talk to her. even my mother, who I realize now I, I should not have told her about the situation. But yep. more, I was contacting her. You know, like I said, to apologize to her, but it was also because. You know, I, with the situation I was going through. Yeah, and, I understand you that. Know, I. I just, through natural, you know, she asked me how I'm doing, and I told her the situation, and even she said, you know, this is a game that females play. They, yeah. uh, even her father told her that the worst thing a man, uh, a woman can do to a man is ignore him, and it drives us crazy, and yeah. I just didn't even, I didn't even know these things, like, so. But now you do you know. grow from it, and you'll be fine. Believe me, you're coming back to yourself as you were before your mother turned you away from your father. You'll be fine now. But do not play that game with them because they will win it. Do not play the game. You be honest. You be straight up. Don't play the game, all right? You'll be fine. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Amazing, AJ. An amazing call, man. Thank you so much. God bless you. Call me again, all right? Yes, sir. Amazing. That is a call from a man who has found his way, folks, back to the Father. Really. That is self-discovery, mean from within. He heard my words, but that is from the heart. 
That's not some learned thing they heard me or anyone else say. That's what it means to be born again, to return to the Father. This is for men and women, boys and girls. Ladies, you got to overcome mama too because exactly what she's done to the sons, she's doing it to the daughters. She cannot help it. And when you overcome your mother, you won't do that to your children. But if you don't, you will do it for, to your children, your own kids, as your mother have done it to you. Nowhere around it's a spiritual thing. We are a spirit. We live in a body. The battle is within the mind and outside the mind. And you can't fight it on your own. It's a spiritual battle. Really. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it. 